Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Southern Scrap Nation's podcast. Your host, as always, Daniel Jonas, here Wednesday, um, July 28th, 2021. It's one o'clock here in Charlotte, North Carolina, as always. Uh, sunny, warm day. Summer, humid, hot, 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 hot. Just got done with some Muay Thai here at CLT Muay Thai. So if you're in Charlotte, check it out. Um, Anyway, this episode will be getting into talking about the fights this past weekend, TJ Dillashaw versus Corey Sandhagen. The whole the main event highlight what happened and then talk about the terrible judging and then move into breaking down the fights this weekend, Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland on UFC Fight Pass. It's another fight fight night except this time it's even earlier. So Hell yeah. All right, but before we get started, remember, you can check everything out at www.sunscrapnation.com. That's www.sunscrapnation.com. I'll be posting a link to sign up for the seminar this week, or in two weekends, with my buddy Matt Semper. There'll be a link, and you can pay and sign up and do all, all the stuff, and it'll give me a better idea of... How many people are going to be coming? And then that's really all the news I got for right now. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get started. Why don't we... So this past weekend, we had a hell of a main event between TJ Dillashaw versus Corey Sandhagen. Back and forth kind of fight. You can say it was scored in unanimous decision for TJ Dillashaw. Uh, what was the? Did they give me the the scorecard? No, they don't give me the scorecard. But anyway, it was a unanimous decision for TJ Dillashaw. Um, what to say about it? Uh, the reason being, I can see why they scored it that way. Is TJ came came alive towards the end of the fight? He attacked Corey's legs towards the end, and I think the a control time of just holding. Corey Higgins back and the two takedowns probably won the fight in the judges' minds along with the forward pressure control. Do I think Corey Sanhagen won the fight? If I could structure judging on, a, on my own scale, a lot of people wouldn't have won a lot of their fights. So the reason being is TJ Dillashaw now has to go get surgery on his knee. He's got to go get the scar tissue removed from his forehead. Uh, he had a terrible cut. And Corey Sanhagen probably had to put a bag of frozen peas on his eyes, and he was fine. To me, Corey won that fight. He won. He doesn't have to go to the hospital. He doesn't have to get surgery. He's, he could fight in a month from now. He scored more punches and kicks and knees and damage, 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 damage. We're going off the new rule set, damage matters the most. That's the way it is. You, TJ wins. If we're going off the old rule set like they have in Texas, the reason why John Jones won versus Dominic Reyes, I can see people arguing for TJ Dillashaw, but then you got to give it to John Jones against Dom Reyes. And even then you're wrong because Nevada abides by the new scoring system. 
And that's where did it, or, uh, the new scoring is where damage takes over for... Did it, did it, did it. I like that stutter. Um, damage takes over for everything. So if he's scoring more effective damage and striking, then we don't even go to grappling. And Corey was definitely doing that. As an athlete, as a, if we're going back to the corner, going back home and looking over tape... Corey's going to go home and this fight's going to make him make it better or is going to make him better in the long term. The reason being is he's going to see that he made a lot of a lot of big movements when you have a guy crashing into you. There's no reason to spin when someone's goal is to close the distance. Spinning is for someone escaping backwards. Marlon Marais fight. The reason why it worked with the spinning techniques is because Marlon went back in a straight line. TJ was crashing forward with anything. So you're just going to close the gap. On top of that, he's trying to grab your waist. Spinning is the easiest way to give someone your waist. He's going to go back. He's going to realize those are just some rookie mistakes he made. He's 14-3 and at this point. Quote-unquote rookie mistakes he made. But there's a lot that he can come away with that's like, oh, I'm dangerous. I'm a fucking killer. Um... TJ, he's going to have to go back, and he's going to have to realize, like, you can't just take damage to give damage. And we'll get into the, I mean, you can talk about the Darren Elkins fight. And, hey, I put, I put my, I'll put my credit to the UFC card this past weekend compared to my prediction skills. I, I fucking lost this weekend on the whole main event. Got it all wrong. I went Corey. I went Kyler. I went Derek Minner. I went. Miranda Maverick. The only one I didn't get wrong was my boy Adrian Yanez. My boy Adrian Yanez. I'll never bet against Adrian Yanez. Fact, I might even actually start putting real money on my boy Adrian Yanez. He's the only only guy in this whole goddamn card that pulled through for me. Um, No, but that being said, a lot of upsets. I'll get into the Macy Barber, Miranda Maverick, but Darren Elkins showing you that if it's a battle of attrition... I do not agree with that fighting style. I think it is. Ju- I mean, my girlfriend walked in, and I was watching the fight. She was out with her friends, I think, or something. Or Either either way, he was doing his post-fight press conference, and she walked in, and she's like, oh, God, what, what is wrong with him? I was like, nothing besides the fact he was just in a fight, but that's just him. But that's what you get, the damage. It's... Not on them. It's on you, too. Um, he just absorbed everything that Derek tried to give uh, to him in the first round. Uh, Derek tried jumping guillotine, tried finishing him, subbing him. And it's like, if you understand the con- conceptually how to stop chokes, uh, whether it be triangles, uh, just rear naked uh, guillotines, whatever the case may be, if you understand the very... And MMA is one of the few arts, and I that's what I appreciate about MMA, that it that it does and emphasizes more than just regular sport jiu-jitsu is that you learn the mechanics of a submission quicker. If I have top hand control, you're not choking me, right? If I don't put my, if I don't throw my head in between your legs, you're not going to choke me, right? If you don't have my, the fulcrum in my elbow or my knee, it's going to be hard to submit me. And being in a situation where you get sweatier and there's no rash guards and, you know, it's just shirtless fighting, 
there's more of a chance to get out of these submissions. So no matter how aggressive you are, Corey Sanhagen, go for that knee bar and stuff, or uh, inside heel hook and um, an inverted triangle, they were deep, but the benefit of fighting is you don't have your shirt, um, you can punch, and there's and punching creates big movements, and that creates more space. So those kinds of submissions you get to put yourself more into without the fear of getting your knee ripped off as as if you were to grapple with Gordon Ryan. Um so yeah, Darren Elkins just surviving all these submission def- or submission attempts because he understands conceptually it's like if I have top hand control, you're not going to get the guillotine. Pops the set out and then proceeds to TKO him in the second round. Uh the co-main event Kyler Phillips versus uh Ra- uh Paiva uh, Howlin Paiva, Howlin Paiva, I assume, Portuguese, Brazilian, so, um, came back at the end of the, I, I don't, this is one that I don't really understand, Kyler Phillips had the knockdown, more strikes, this is one where I thought Kyler Phillips won, judging terrible, uh, flyweight, same thing with Macy Barber, I believe Miranda Maverick won the first two rounds, I guess if Macy won the last, it doesn't it doesn't so it doesn't take away from the absolute, you know, one sided. Okay, she got one takedown of six fucking takedowns. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then Adrian Yanez, uh, listen, sometimes it takes a little bit to get going in that first round. Some people are slower, Donald Cerrone, and some people are quicker. Conor McGregor, Randy Costa is a quicker fighter. However, all that kicking, all that explosive movement, the the transition from these from these traditional martial arts, there's a benefit to traditional martial arts, but the huge downside is the stamina that it takes on your body for the big movements. To be able to, the ability to throw kicks like that in quick succession and from low to high, awesome, great, love it. But by the second round, it's kind of hard, especially when the other person starts throwing heavy shots back at you, boxing, right? Uh, he Adrian Yanez withstood the the hurricane, the 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 force wins in the first round, and then came back and just got a nice uh, uppercut to the body, uppercut to the head combination, then right hand and put him down, and just different. Just the he got hit with Adrian Yanez got hit to the head, but his ability to you know shoulder shots take the steam out of them, and then being able to return with actual clear, crisp planting with boxing, you can't just roll those shots. Like, that, like that's the difference. All right. So, prelims, anything crazy prelims? Uh, badass fight between Brandon Allen versus uh, Puna Haley Soriano. Jesus, I mean, those body kicks. Woo! Lesser man would have gone down. Um, Nasruddin Imamov, I'm a huge fan of now. Uh, he KO, TKO'd Ian Heinish. I mean, that guy at middleweight strikes beautifully. He's Dagestani, so he like knows how to wrestle. But he strikes. He's more into the striking aspect. He's from Paris, like the Ngannou team and everything. I love watching him. He's definitely someone to watch in middleweight. I'm... I'm down to watch. I think because he was at, he, I think he was either fighting heavier or 
lighter. No. No, I'm just a yeah. I'm a huge Phil Hawes. I think he just uh yeah he just ground grinded it grinded him out on the cage. I think yeah takedowns and stuff. Um, yeah, huge huge fan of this guy. If he can get if he can get the just like the the, the shame of being a great striker is everyone's gonna like good fighters are gonna try to smother you. If he can get his footwork up to the Izzy level of just not even being in the way of being smothered. It's going to be great. Uh, shout out to Julio Arce coming back and hell of a performance against Andre Ewell. Mickey Gall getting back in the win column, submitting Jordan Williams. Beautiful rear naked choke. And then Sajar Eubanks just beating the shit out of Elise Reed. I mean, geez. On par with Valentina versus uh, Patricia Cachueta. Minus the Steve Mazzagotti. All right. Anyway, great card. Awesome. There were finishes, so always a great night of fights. So let's get into news this week, if there is any, because, you know, fucking the sport. Oh, um, Tatiana Suarez, out of her next fight at UFC 266, she suffered a very bad knee injury, headed to surgery. Damn. She just got done with surgery, too, and getting back, and... A lot of things have stopped her from coming back. And she's like the female Khabib. All the way down to the injuries. Mm-mm-mm, mm-mm. Oscar De La Hoya versus Vitor Belfort. Wait, are they boxing? Um... Yeah, it's a boxing match. Okay. Well, they're not going to actually literally kick the shit out of each other. Oscar's like, we're going to kick the shit out of each other. It's like, relax. Vitor will kick your eye out. Kicking the shit out of nobody. Um, Any other news? Aljamain Sterling to TJ Dillashaw. You didn't come clean, you idiot. You got caught. Whatever. Um, better just pay attention to and focus on y- your boy Yawn coming for that belt. <sighs> oh, Roy McDonald versus Ray Cooper the third on August thirteenth. Cool. Kamara Usman opens as a solid favorite over Colby Covington. Their rematch pl- rematch plan for UFC two sixty eight. I think in December. Cool. Douglas Lima versus Michael Page 2. Oh, let's see. Oh, Rachel Ostovich uh, beat Paige Van Zandt pretty handily in bare-knuckle boxing. Um, so shout-out to her. Uh, Page is 0-2 and, oh and in bare-knuckle. Didn't think it was a good idea for her in the beginning. Um, even proving it to a girl that she beat in MMA, and this girl at MMA came back and beat her, and she's with a good team boxing, and I could say all these things, and Rachel Ostovich, it doesn't even seem like she had a good team. I mean, just I mean, not a good team. Didn't have, like, this world-class boxing coach. I think it was just her dad. And just the grit, determination, and just being in there just seemed like maybe it's not a good idea to keep doing the bare-knuckle thing. I don't know what's next for Paige, but... 
probably just OnlyFans stuff or whatever she's doing. I don't know, her own website, whatever it is. That's it. I have. I mean, that, that's about it. Uh, well, I mean, actually, I think there's more. There's more fight announcements. Hold on. Let's see. Tim Elliott versus Mateus Nicolau. Douglas, I already said that. All right, never mind. Okay, cool. I'm looking at if there's anything going. No. All right. Um, man, that Colby Covington fight with Usman. I don't know. I do not know. Oh, Walt Harris versus Tai Tuivasa, October. And Tai Tuivasa just came off of a win, so I think that's cool. Nothing there. I thought, okay, MMA junkie. Here we go. Mm. No, ain't shit, dude. All right, cool. Let's move on to breaking down the fights this coming weekend. So this weekend, UFC, Fight Night, ESPN Plus, 4 p.m. and then 6 p.m., you got the main event, Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland in a fight that um, it's going to go two, one of two ways. And it's all dependent on the mentality that Uriah Hall has going into this fight. Sean Strickland's going to Sean Strickland. He's going to walk forward, throw jabs, crosses, linear punches, go to the body, go to the head, and just put pressure on you. As you go back, kick your legs. He's on a nice little roll. He's got four wins. He's 30 in his prime. He's a middleweight. He's decision Christoph Jocko, but, I mean, put a beating on that man. Um, he KO'd Brendan Allen in a fight that Brendan Allen thought he was winning. Delusional. Not true. Sean Strickland beat the shit out of him. And then the same thing with Jack Marshman. He's on this nice little and Nordin Taleb. The only the loss that he had before was at welterweight against Elizas, El, Elizio, uh, Zaleski Dos Santos. I think it was a spinning wheel kit or something crazy. Uh, he had one more fight at welterweight. He TKO'd Norlin Taleb, and then he moved up to welt or middleweight. And now he's he's got these little fast, he's got these fast, unassuming punches. That why is his striking so effective? Because when you start implementing grappling into your combat sport, either it's Muay Thai or even kickboxing to an extent, and wrestling and jujitsu. Grapplers like to grab, right? It's part of, it's what it is. They want to grab. And any motion you make to grab is a motion that you're making, not punching. And Sean just takes advantage of that. Anytime you're long guarding or like putting frames out or doing your best to parry these punches, you're not in turn punching back. So if Uriah Hall is going to be successful, it's going to have to be going, you're going to have to embrace the fact that he's the bully, man. You listen to all these, you go to his Instagram, you go to 
he's a guy that I just, I know I wouldn't be friends with. It's no big deal. I like his fighting style. I appreciate it. But he's just, he goes hard in practice. He doesn't care about being a dick. It's just his personality, which is fine. Whatever. I don't discourage him. It's, it makes him successful. He's trying to be UFC champion. If that's the mindset he needs to have, go for it. But Uriah Hall is a guy whose mentality is the only thing that's ever held him back. And in a fight against this guy, you cannot play the Anderson Silva game that he had where he waited and waited and waited. And then finally he let his hands go in respect and ended a man. He's got to almost give him the Chris Weidman treatment of, I'll react to what you're giving me, but there's no respect. Like, I'll break your leg. I don't give a shit. I mean, it's not that Uriah Hall intentionally broke a leg, but he did not check it. He did not, like, put his leg out and was kind of like, well, this is your call. You want to throw a naked leg kick, go for it. The consequences are yours. And It's kind of the mentality he has to have, but he's got to have more of the, this is the time to stand up for all the anime kids out there and beat up the bully. You got to stop the bully. You got to put it on him. You got to fucking end him like you did that dude at the end of the, or in that ultimate fighter thing, the spinning back kick. Sean Strickland has the position, his hands and go to the position right below his chin. Spinning back kicks are there for him. It's a fight bred for Uriah Hall. But the mental is what's going to get him. If he doesn't show up in the mental, then your money's wasted. But he's an underdog. So, glass cannon? Why not? All right, and then you other you got Ronnie Yaya in the co-main event with uh, Kang Kyung Ho, um, Ronnie Yaya. Decision, decision. This guy, Brent, decision, Brandon Davis. This guy must be fucking big. Yeah, he's five nine. He's not huge. Um. He's on a, he's lost to Ricardo Ramos. How, how did he lose to Ricardo Ramos? Decision. And then to Ruto Ishihara, he beat. That's pretty, um, okay, okay. He's under like a four fight win streak. He's in the prime of his life. Ray Rodriguez. Um, hmm. I will tell you if Kang is the favorite, this is gonna, this is trying to, they're trying to showcase him. Yeah, Kang's the favorite. So they're trying to showcase him against Ronnie Yaya, the vet. Um, yeah, I think it's fair. I, I don't, I guess you could put money on that. Nah, I wouldn't. I would go with Kang. I think he's, I think he's coming into his like own and he's dangerous right now. He's on like a four fight win streak. Hell yeah. Um, Shanna buys versus Gloria DePaula. Gloria DePaula has one loss. Another showcase for Shanna Bays. Oh, yes, that's right. She lost to Montserrat Ruiz. Oh, okay. Okay, well, um, yeah, she had a real frustrating debut against that, that, Conejo, the the rabbit girl, she just kept getting head head and arm top barnyard thrown, like head and arm tossed, and getting put into a scarf hold. 
Yeah. If I'm her, I'm full of fuel. and I mean, this girl, like, tried to smack her after the, like, it was just frustrating. She was so frustrated. Um, obviously, she was frustrated with the other girl on her, really, but hopefully she took that fire and she's going to unleash it on this Gloria DePaula girl. So I'm going to put all my money on this buys girl. Days, buys, however you pronounce. Um, yeah, I'm going to put all my money on her. She's just full of, I'm trying to get it back, so. Especially because she's, she's supposed to be a prospect. And then you have Nicholas Stoltz versus Jared Gooden. I feel like Jared Gooden's about uh, laws. It's not one laws. So two guys off losses. Whoever wants it more. Man, I... Uh, Brian Barberino versus Jason Witt. What's Jason Witt coming off of? He's coming off of a loss to Matthew Simmelsberger. Probably put your money on Brian Barberino. Why not? They both are the same losses. He's coming off of a win. Savage. Ryan Benoit versus... Uh, oh, dude. What the fuck card is this? They have a guy on here who's 3-3? Three and three? What? What the fuck, UFC? Oh, I guess he came in as three and one. Now he's three and three. What the fuck? He's about to be three and four and cut for the promotion. Um, Nico Martoni is back versus Yana Wu. That's a pretty good fight. I mean, Yana's 11 and four. He's 25. He's 5 7. Damn, Nico Montoya about to take an L. Any shot? Javis is back. Fun, fun guy to watch. Philip Rose, fun to watch. He's starting off the card. All right. Well, I mean, pretty much just the main event. Um. So I got. Uh, I'm gonna go with Uriah Hall. I'm gonna go with the glass cannon. I'm gonna go with it. Why not? Fuck it. It's it's his time, dude. If we want to see real life Tekken. It's his fucking time to beat Sean Strickland so we can get Uriah Hall versus uh, Israel Adesanya, and then we can get Mortal Kombat Part 2 between the two of them. So that's what I'm hoping. Um, That's my pick and prediction. Uriah Hall, go with a KO for solidarity, spinning shit. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm going to be back next week to break down this card and to tell to go on and eat my words for being wrong about this card again. And, uh, yeah, next week's going to be two episodes because we've got... Wait, is it going to be next week? Yeah. Next week's going to be two episodes because the... Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to be two episodes because we got UFC 265 going. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'll break down this card, and then I'll do another, I'll do another episode to break down um, UFC 265. So I hope you enjoy this weekend and the fights this weekend. Other than that, stay safe. Peace.